I've decided to take a look back over the year, the ups and downs, the high points, the low points, the lessons I've learned. And so I think because I'm a bit of a masochist, I went back and listened to my author diaries for the year just so I could assess my progress. And so at the end of 2017, I basically had three short story collections available on Amazon, plus the first three books in my Wasteland series. And I've also had the prequel novella, Addict of the Wasteland, available. So I would call that seven releases going into 2018. So over the past few months, I've been working on my Ravenglass Chronicles serial. And I was doing a lot of the world building for that over the last Christmas holiday. And I think I did an outline for a couple of characters which aren't actually appearing in the current series, but are something that I probably will expand and write for the next series in the same world. So I think at the start of the year, I was working on the first draft to Blind Gambit. and I was writing the first draft of the third book in the Black Death series. Now, this is something that I'm just revisiting now. And so we're looking to release that early next year. Now, it was around this time as well that we started discussing the idea of the Otaku on Writing podcast. And although that did take a while to get going, we've now released 22 episodes of the show and seven short story collections in relation to that. So in January as well, I met Digit, my guide dog, for the first time. So he came round to stay for a weekend. It's crazy to think that he's only been with me since February this year. He just feels like a part of the family, a part of the furniture, and he's had a really positive impact on my life. Looking back at some of my spreadsheets, I realised that I was doing somewhere in the region of around 2,000 words on a writing day, sometimes 3,000. This has now gone up significantly. I can usually do somewhere in the region of four to 5,000 words on a writing day. And next year, I want to keep pushing this. I'd like this to be around the 6,000 word mark. I think I mentioned in one of the podcasts that I wanted to get up to a point where I'm doing 4,000 words in a day, and that seemed like quite a long stretch. And now I could do that quite easily when I'm drafting. And because of writing the Stop Booking Around book, I did the first 10,000 words of that in one writing session. So I know that it is possible to get 10,000 words out in a day, and that is something I'd like to aim for eventually, but I think that's still a way off. So next year, 6,000 words and writing days is going to be my aim by December. So in January, I released the Wasteland Trilogy box set, which is basically just another way of repackaging my Wasteland series. And it seems that there's a bit of a different audience who buy box sets rather than individual novels as they come out. So that's been good to have an additional revenue stream. Moving into February, I went to the 20 Books Conference in London. I met some really great people there, learnt a lot. So this was a really positive experience. And so I went to that right after doing guide dog training. So I was doing guide dog training for 10 days straight. And then I was home for a day and then flew down to London. Now I've actually signed up to go to the 20 Books Edinburgh Conference next July. So I'm really looking forward to that again. This is when I also finished the first draft of Book 3 of the Black Death Trilogy and released the audiobook for King of the Wasteland. Don't know what you call it, whether it's synchronicity or serendipity or something like that, but I think sometimes life throws you things and pushes you in a different direction to what you were planning. So I think my idea was to write Cleric of the Wasteland, Wasteland Book 4 in the first quarter of this year. And hey, it's still not written. I've been hacking away at the first draft all year, doing bits here and there. But I was invited to write an article for The Guardian about the experience of discrimination as a guide dog user. Now, I've written for The Guardian a few times as a freelance journalist. And so my hope was that I was writing a book, Blind Gambit, which was about dealing with visual impairment, as well as being a bit of a fun adventure in a virtual world. And so I thought I would try and capitalise on this. So I put Blind Gambit up for pre-order. 
bear in mind that I hadn't finished the first draft yet. And I did this with the hope that the Guardian article would mention the book. I put a little biography thing at the end saying who I was, where they could find my book. And unfortunately, they didn't bother. So that really disappointed me, but I'd committed myself to this pre-order. So I went all in to write Blind Gambit. And I think I underestimated how hard it was to write. I'm perfectly happy writing stuff that is fantasy, that is sci-fi. But I think the scenes where it was really reflective, really deep, really raw. I mean, yeah, it's good writing. It's solid storytelling. And I think what I did was really important and honest, but it was a hard slog and draining. So this was a month as well where I wrote the short story Clockwork Titan, which is set in the same world as my Ravenglass Chronicles, I'd say about 100 years earlier. And so this was part of a, I suppose you'd call it an anthology series, where a bunch of authors, including myself, got together to release a series of stories based on the same prompt. And then they all had similar covers and were linked in a series, and we released them every two weeks for a while. Now this wasn't as successful as we would have hoped, didn't make many sales, we gave away a lot of free copies, but in terms of actually getting people buying the books, it didn't work. So that was one of those things where there was a lot of effort put in, a lot of work, which didn't pay off, which was a shame. So this month as well, I also got the cover for Cleric of the Wasteland and my Ravenglass Chronicles series. So the Cleric of the Wasteland thing still needs to get used. And so moving on to March, I was invited to do something for the Steampunk Festival in Morecambe, so I ended up writing a story, and then I performed that in June. I also read a story at the End of the Pier Festival in Morecambe. So I really enjoyed doing these live readings. I don't know if I'm the best reader in the world, but I think it helps me to see how my stories are going down, see the bits where they're engaged, see the bits if they're glazing over, that kind of thing. So I also finished the second draft of Blind Gambit in March, and I think I was having a bit of a crisis confidence about the Wasteland Book 4. And so in April I, I wrote a new outline, and I also outlined Gambit Book 2. This was going to be called Blind Reset. Now, I'd had a lot of pre-orders for Blind Gambit. I was really excited about the potential for this book. When I wrote it, it was meant to be a standalone. And then I think I saw the money. So did an outline for Blind Reset. And it was around here as well that my friend Russ started talking to me about doing a podcast with him, maybe helping him out write a novel. I thought, hey, let's combine the two ideas, do it about that. He was up for it. And so in May... I launched Blind Gambit and I launched the Stop Booking Around podcast as well. Now, what was interesting for me with Blind Gambit compared to my Wasteland series is my Wasteland series still makes me money. It still sells. I still get thousands of page reads on Kindle Unlimited. So it's one of those things that's constantly been bubbling over. But Blind Gambit seemed to have a big spike. It did well in the first few weeks and then it just dropped. And so this is one of these books that maybe sells a couple of copies a week now and it gets a few thousand page reads over an entire month. And what I found as well is there was a lot of toxicity in the Gamelit community. I found there were a couple of key players who weren't helpful at all. And when I asked what I thought were reasonable questions, I'd get shot down and things like that. So these people weren't my tribe. These people weren't as supportive as, say, the post-apocalyptic authors have been and the fantasy authors now. And so that was a bit of an eye-opener to find out that not all author communities are good places to be. And so I put the pre-order up for Blind Reset. So this basically gave me 90 days to write it. And so people who've listened to the podcast followed along, you'll know what happened with that. I had a really great narrator read the first couple of chapters of Blind Gambit live on his YouTube channel called Sainboard Theatre. So this was a guy called Jeff Hayes who's read a lot of really good audiobooks and I really wanted him as a narrator. That hasn't happened. And I went for another 
audiobook company and they let me down last month. So I'm now back to square one with not having an audiobook for a novel which I wrote specifically with a blind audience in mind. So that's something I need to focus on next year, trying to get that done. So in June, I actually pulled Blind Reset from pre-order. This is something that was really difficult for me to do. I felt as though the story wasn't working. This was one of those decisions where it was the balance between art and money. And I chose art. And I definitely think that has affected me financially this year. There's a few things I have, I think, putting the Black Death trilogy on the back burner meant that my last quarter of 2017, which was spent writing that and also January, that is time that I could have spent writing another Wasteland book or something like that. But I know that this next year I'll have that trilogy to release. And I haven't been back to Blind Reset. I haven't looked at it since I abandoned it. And I think what happened was is I was working on the book. I had a week off for half term. I went back to it and I hated it. Now it might be that I go back to it and I haven't got the pressure of the deadline. Maybe if I go back to it with fresh eyes, maybe it's not as bad as I think. I don't know. It might be worth doing, but then I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to be a backward step. I made the decision a few months ago that I really need to focus on the fantasy stuff going forward. So now I've got a couple of post-apocalyptic projects that I need to finish. So this is Wasteland 4. This is the Black Death trilogy. But then going forward, it's going to be focusing on fantasy, but also maybe the odd collaborative project here and there. Because I've said before, I've still got this Space Marine series I want to do. At least three fantasy series now that are in my head. So I've got all these ideas and not enough time. That was also around this time where I wrote the Stop Booking Around book. So this was basically a guide for writers doing their first novel. I think that this might have been my way of procrastinating my resistance against doing Blind Reset. So I wrote it, I released it, not even covered the costs of the covers. The book flopped. I gave away a lot of copies in the first week in the hope that at least one person would leave a review. Now, this annoyed me because this book is aimed at authors, and I know from speaking to other authors that reviews are really important. And so of all the audiences who would know that reviews are important, I would have hoped that this would have been the author community. But on Amazon.com, it has no reviews. It's made hardly any sales. So I've got the podcast, which is great. I really enjoyed doing the show, and I've had a lot of great feedback. A lot of people are behind Russ's journey. I hope next year he'll be back on board. But I think the book might have been a bit premature, might have been a waste of time. I recorded the audiobook for it as well, which took far longer than it should have done. So, I mean, we're halfway through the year at this point, and I've still only had one major release, which was Blind Gambit. And so my plans to release a novel a quarter have gone completely out the window this year. So in July, all the Stop Booking Around stuff came out. So this was the book, the audio book and all that. And we also launched the Otaku on Writing podcast. So this is the podcast that I've been doing with Leon and Killian, where we've been reviewing anime movies and then using it to brainstorm and then write original fiction inspired by the movies. So it was around this time that I started writing The Fool, which was the first story in the Ravenglass Chronicles series. I wrote The Magician the High Priestess, over the August. We released the first two collections of Otaku stories, so this was Awake and Uplift. And then in September, we released the third collection, which was called Symbiote, and I released The Magician, which was the first paid book in the Ravenglass Chronicles series. So the first book, The Fool, is permanently free. This is a bit of a taster. It's what I call your gateway drug to the series. That one's on me, and everything else is 99 cents. So in October, we released three Otaku story collections, so this was Trope, Fight and Bloodline. So in October, release High Priestess. And then the next month, The Empress. And then December, The Emperor. 
And what's been really interesting about this series is it really started to gain traction when I released the fourth book. So in January, I'm going to release the first box set. So hopefully that'll be another release. Then I've got the Hierophant as well to come out. And so over the past few weeks, I've been redrafting the Black Death series. And we're in the process of putting that together. So all in all, it's been a bit of a crazy year. A lot of ups and downs. I think the first half of the year was more of a struggle than it should have been. And I think I've now started to find my groove with these monthly releases of novellas. Now, I've still got 15 novellas to write, so that should take me to the end of the year. So I think next week what I'm going to do is come back and talk a little bit about the goals I want to achieve next year. And I hope this episode wasn't too rambly. So until next time, cheerio. (laughs) 